Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. This episode is dedicated to Jordan Medina, Lauren Mack, Mandy Newberg, Amy Butterfield, Seth Darling, Scott Covert, Kevin Walker, Yanu Streespec, Anna Silva, Tamara Selleck, and Mike Cornish. Hi, I'm Peter from Australia, and you're listening to Nobody's Listening. No. Nobody's listening. No. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Just tell your funny story. You're listening to Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, this is Nobody's Listening, the Funny Story Show, episode 223, the week of July 22nd, 2014. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and with me, as always, is John. I'm finally back. Steinklobber. Welcome back, <laughs> John. Yes. Oh. You get, get a, a proper opening. That's right. Everyone is cheering Ladies their face off. Ladies and gentlemen, back from two weeks of vacation and sitting back with his hands behind his head, it's John S.P. Steinklemmer! Oh man, you're really hitting the high note there. Yeah, that was not me, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was. Right, enough of that. No more celebrating, John. What does SP stand for? I, I have no freaking idea. I was say, as I was saying it, I was like, "You're just filling in syllables at this point because you want to hit that Steinklobber right at the right part of the song." And and my oh. brain said, "Yes, yes, you are." So that's awesome. I can make super superpowers. Superpower Steinklobber yeah. or stinking pastor or poop face, silly pen pancreas, Peter yeah. Pan. It could stand for a number of things. A lot of things. Any, pretty much any word that begins with an S, and then another word that begins with a P. <laughs> we could come up with some good stuff, but don't. No, because it might make me cry. But if you, the listener, will send in your favorite SP, <laughs> I'll make that the question of the week on the uh, on the thing, Bob. So okay, how, there you go. How, how was your uh, How was your NL Cast vacation? NL Cast vacation. Yeah. See, when you say it like that, it implies that I was on a vacation. I know. That's why I put it in there. nobody's because, listening. So it would kind of rally up a little bit because I know that you were doing <laughs> some very difficult, hot and sweaty and, and, and frustrating and things. Uh, and you were, but, but it still counts as a vacation from the show because I had yes. to get Christian Sudreth and um, um, what's the other guy's name? <laughs> Chris Cowan. Chris Cowan, just like last time. I, uh, and I wasn't even there, <laughs> like last time. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I had to get Christian and uh, and Chris Cowan to kind of take your place there while you're gone. And, man, I'm going to tell you, they did great. Really? Does, yeah. it, does that mean I have competition I need to start worrying about? 
Mm, no. That's not at that's all. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. No competition at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. No worries, John. I so, want that to be my ringtone. So what did uh so what'd you do? Where were you? Give uh, us I was, okay. some I, some explanations. People want to know. I will tell for the hungry, curious, inquisitive listener. Uh, two weeks ago, I was at a kids' camp in Forsyth, Georgia. Wow. Yep, in Assemblies of God kids' camp. Yay. I love kids' yeah. camp. Do I you, love oh, it. Oh, yeah. I, I love it this much. I love it this much. I can see. <laughs> it is the one thing. Uh, there's probably a handful of things, but uh, since I'm not a ch- active children's pastor, that is probably the number one thing I don't miss the most. Mm. I I love, I believe and love, I believe in and love the effects of kids' church camp. And judging by the amount of uh, stories we get from church camp, a lot of our listeners <laughs> can do that, say the same thing. But working it, the sweating, the worrying about whose underwear is what, and, and you know, oh, he fell off the bed, and all oh, this kid hasn't pooped for three days. Now i got to go to the stinking emergency room with stomach cramps. I don't miss none of that. Matter of fact, that. I'm going to type in a weekly update right now that I just remembered about camp. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you where I was while you're typing that in. This The week after kids camp, I was in a little place called Eagle Rock, Missouri. Wow. Wait, is that right? Missouri? Yeah, because that's where Springfield is, right? Mm-hmm. Eagle Rock, Missouri is like the National Assemblies of God campground location. Yep. It's central in, in America. It's yeah. like Mecca for so it is for rangers. AG people too, yeah, because our our headquarters is in Springfield. But anyways, that's where I was. And I got to say, that was not a hot, sweaty mess, as bad as it could have been. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you said the, the weather was actually pretty decent. It, it turned out really – the first day was like blistering hot. But by the second day, I mean, we were like – had like 40 and 50 degrees sleeping weather. It was awesome. Yeah, I always refused to go. When I was in Kansas City, we went to those you know, all the time. <laughs> Every year. And uh, there would be thousands and thousands of people camping out in this, what looked like a flat plane of, of, of like a, I don't know, like a large. Tornado alley. Like a skillet. <laughs> yeah. Like a, like a skillet made of dust. And it was absolutely mis- miserably hot and the mm-hmm. sun reflected off the ground. But the way to, the, the weather is in, in Missouri and people on the coast don't know this is we get, we can get up to four different weather systems pushing <laughs> You know, from the north, south, <laughs> east, and west at, at any time. And it just uh, converges. cold fronts, you know, love to just come down and, and change everything. So that's obviously what you got. But the, oh, man, but the most awesome. of the time in Missouri, John, you don't know this because you, you, you didn't spend a lot of time there. Most of the time, no. though, we get a nice, humid, warm breeze from mm. somewhere else in the country. And the entire Florida. time I was there... Yeah, because in Florida, we get nice sea air. We get fresh air from the ocean. Yeah, it pushes all the warm air up there. To- yeah, but in Missouri, I always felt like I was getting everybody else's breath. <laughs> it was gross. Would you say it was Missouriable? <laughs> you can play a sad There you go. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what it was. So, uh, you got you got any good updates from uh, from your travels? 
I do. Is it time to get into updates? Yeah, let's do it, man. Okay. Well, you then I will tell you. I get to go first. Oh, man. It's a special well, day. Well, thank you. Thank you for it's a special day back. Um, I'll start with, with Kids Camp. I don't know why you think. Because man. that was two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think what? <laughs> I don't know why you thanked me. <laughs> I was trying to figure out why you think. You're like, well, thank you. I'm like, I didn't say you were great. I just said oh. your updates. Anyway, yes. go ahead. You're you're great. I, I thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to start. <laughs> so first thing I will say about Kids Camp, and this will this will echo, if you will, what you just said. I love Kids Camp, mm. and I hate Kids Camp. Yes. <laughs> I I I love it. I mean, it's it's awesome what it does. But first thing, I'm not I'm not real big into the competition stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like to cheer while I'm trying to eat breakfast. I I don't <laughs> care what team I'm on, you know, during lunch. Yeah. And when it is time to actually be doing all that stuff to try and earn points, air quotes, for your team, um, I you know I like to take the back seat, and I'm probably. I'm not the best, you know, leader when it comes to that stuff. But fortunately, I got paired up with a dude who is Mr. Camp and Mr. Competition. And this guy, let me tell you what, he just lives and breathes. His voice is hoarse by the end of the day, <laughs> the first day, because he's so crazy and Come wild. Come on, kids, let's go! Yeah, that's because it's his first we his first uh, ever camp, probably. He's no, never done it before. Because when you, oh, really? Because usually yeah. you see these guys and and you kind of shake your head at them because you're like, oh, he's first time. He doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know. To, it's like the first time you run a marathon. You don't know to pace yourselves. You give it all. You're like, I'm gonna go forever. And then by Wednesday, you know, your voice is gone. Your freaking crotch is chafed all the way down to your knees. <laughs> yes. You know, your shoes are blown out. You've been puked on by seven different kids, and and you're like, what? What? Did I- you know. Why am I here? I'm alive. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to, it's like dishes. You break a few dishes and nobody will let you do dishes anymore. So what you do mm. is you get a few kids to convert to atheism and they won't ever make you go to <laughs> camp again. Might, might lose your job even. Hey kids, have you ever thought, out. have you ever entertained the possibility that there is no God? You know. <laughs> no, I haven't. Send some kids to hell and you don't have to go to kids camp anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> G-O-K. Gee <laughs> oh, whiz. Oh, that's, that's what Jesus did with uh, one of his. Oh. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> that way, oh, yeah, no. I'm not going to tread <laughs> that path. <laughs> I'll yeah. mess things up. Uh, be, I will hate to get to the pearly gates and Jesus up there. And he that says, was you know really that funny. That, uh, that joke. It was hilarious, but you got to burn. Sorry. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Dad didn't even laugh at that one. Nope. Or his dad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice reference. Yes. Scott had a dad. So you had Super Camper Guy. I- uh, yeah, I did. And, and, and I got to tell you, it, this guy, I, I, I knew for sure, because last year he was like, he got second place, you know, his team did. And I thought, I knew for sure we were going to be first place mm. because, man, he had it down. He had the cheer down. I mean, it was like we, we had just barely gotten our team name, which we had like a, a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme. Oh, okay. We had just barely gotten our team name and assignments and stuff like that. And he's already got all this stuff planned. I think he like plans the whole year out. And he says, wow. just in case we're the red team, this is what our cheer is going to be. <laughs> and if we're blue... <laughs> yeah, that was going to be this. It's and, gold. Uh, oh man, it's I knew for the sure same we were, colors. 
It's always yeah, blue, it's always- red, and gold, and green. That's it. See, ours were the colors of the turtles, which is purple. <sighs> oh, they modified the basics. They did. They, they deviated. That's yeah. awesome. You know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were of the devil at one point, and yeah. now... Now they're kids camp material. That's awesome. Now they are. I mean, that was like our illustration and everything. There's consistency for you. Yeah. Oh, I think people, more people are of the thought that, you know, of we are, just that not everything's evil. Well, yeah. Just most everything. <laughs> <laughs> just this show. But man, let me tell you what about kids camp and I'll, and I'll wrap this up into a ball and kick it over your way. But okay. so I thought for sure we were going to win. You know, it gets down to the last day. Kids, yeah, that that he was camper enough for both of you. That he was going to overcome your crappiness. Okay, I thought that we would, you know, balance every. We had people on our team that were just like him, and they were just we were going to win. I knew it. And so it comes around, and they are like calling out all the teams, and everybody's cheering, and our team's going crazy. And of course, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in with it. I'm, I'm kind of, you know. Putting on a good show, at least that I'm excited about camp, and that it's almost over. And so they call out in fourth place, it's Team Red Team, and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, that's us!" And we didn't even come close to being near first. But here's the redeeming quality of it, because because there's always a pizza party after, uh-huh. you know this. And the first team, the last place team, gets to be first in line for the pizza. Wow. So How does that work? Me, I don't know, but it was a win situation for us. My kids were like, oh, man, we came in last. I said, we're getting pizza first. Oh. It's going to still be warm. And they're like, hey, that is a pretty good thing. That's ridiculous. <laughs> we never had pizza on the last day. That's pretty awesome for the whole group. No, our prize was a ice cream party, and then you got to stay in the – you know, the rec center or whatever till midnight, you know, it was like one of those deals. So you sugar them up and then let them play and skate and do all kinds of stuff. But I never, we never won. And, and one year, one year I had a guy, I, we didn't take enough kids and I had to share a, you know, a dorm room or whatever with another church. And he was pretty laid back, but he was really casually into it. So he wasn't hyper and annoying about it. So it was really good. So, um, we won like situation I had. We're sitting back there. I don't expect to win anything ever. And they call out for the best room. It's, you know, team Scooby-Doo or whatever the freak we were. And they all call They I, I'm not even paying attention. They push me up before I know it. I'm wearing this stupid hat, some kind of dumb, <laughs> decorated camp, crazy, stupid, wacky hat. And you, there are pictures that the kids that in this time are now 20, 25, and they, they still have the <laughs> photos of me from that day that they took. And in every photo, oh, man. I am not smiling. I am angry. They didn't angry. even have camera phones. I am miserable, and I am not happy about it. <laughs> we got to get a picture of that. I have it somewhere. I'll, I'll try to post it if I can find it. But I, you'll, you'll see me. I just look like... I want to kill everyone at this camp because I have to wear this stupid hat. So from then on, um, I wasn't just neutral like you were. I actively um, worked to keep us from getting room of the day. (laughs) I would send all the kids off with the other guy and say, I'll catch up. I have to pee. And then I'd pull out somebody's underwear or some socks (laughs) or screw up somebody's bed or throw a pillow on the floor. 
and then it's leave. It's your fault. It was all my fault. So all you guys, if you're listening and you're and you're just like Pastor James, how could you do that? Well, I got you into heaven. So what else do you want? That's that's yes. what I'll say. That's the real prize, my yeah. friend. I introduced you to the King <laughs> of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Unfortunately, you made me wear a crazy hat, so I don't like any of you anymore. So, well, Jesus had to die for. <laughs> I mean, it's true he did, but yeah. Um, but nobody yeah. made him wear a stupid hat. I mean, imagine all of the pain that he went through, and they and surely he he suffered more than any other man. But if they had to put a crazy hat on him on top of that, that would have just been, I, I think even atheists would be like, okay, I'm going to serve him because that is absolutely ridiculous that he had to go through that. So. There you go. <laughs> that would just be the thing. So maybe we, maybe we should start drawing pictures of him like that. It's <laughs> on. I don't so. know. That might make some Catholics upset. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we might have to edit this show <laughs> completely. <laughs> I don't think Catholics get upset unless they're in Ireland. Oh. Now we have to edit it. Sing. Oh, no. Hey, don't be talking about me. Okay. Right, enough of that. So anyway, my turn. Uh, as, if it, as, it, as if it hasn't been already. I got a piece of junk mail today, or not today, but this week. And I usually yeah. delete this stuff immediately. It's actually really rare when uh, when something gets through. But I've actually had a quite quite a few of them lately, and they've been these one sentence little things with no link or anything. So it's like the most useless, jacked up waste of space ever. I mean, if you Digital thought junk space, mail yeah. was annoying when it had link spam all in it, it, it has nothing. And so one of them um, that I got today was, "Can I trust you?" And it was in italics. <laughs> And it said, please respond. And, and that was it or something like that. I can't even remember what, what all it said, but I, it was ridiculous. So the, but the one I want to talk about was, was today or, or, or uh, the other day it said this, I almost deleted it. And then I paused and I'll tell you why it said this, has your son been arrested? And I was going <laughs> to delete it because my son is six years old. And I was like, that's kind of specific though. And it said, yeah, find out. How they know you have a son. Find out with a no cost background check. You know, how do they know I'm a parent? How do they know that I have a son? I mean, yeah, it's a 50 50 shot. Um, but the parent and, and having children thing isn't. Uh, so, anyway, what <laughs> really what made me pause though for a second, I was like, you know, he's six years old. Surely he hasn't been arrested. But what if he has? What if he, <laughs> what if he has been arrested and I don't even know? He's and, got a record. And what if these guys know something I don't know? He's like despicable me, man. He's, you know, clean cut on the outside and, and he's been snatching sugar cookies, you know, or something like that. So um, <laughs> it said it, it was a no cost background check and there was no link. Otherwise, I would have clicked it because maybe this is man. a group that does specifically background checks on people that never don't have backgrounds. You know, yeah, and, they create and, backgrounds for yeah, them. Teachers and babysitters and coaches all combine their opinions together on one website. It's like Angie's List for for pre-Kers, you know. <laughs> so anyway, I was telling this story to my wife on the way home tonight about this email, and she was laughing. 
My son was not laughing. From the very beginning, serious as a heart attack, he kept saying, I have never been arrested. I have never been a bad guy. I have never been to jail. I mean, this was big thing for him, man. You remember when you were that age and you just, yeah. yes, bad guys. Didn't want anybody to think bad of me. There was a big fat line and bad guys were on that side of it and good guys on this side. He is a yep. good guy. So, but I, he, even then, even then with, with his insistence that he was innocent. Aren't they all innocent? Isn't that what they all say in the big house? They say that's what exactly. I I didn't do it. Yeah, so I didn't do it. Spammer, if you can send me a link, and I will do your no cost background check. And again, you will make no money off of me, and I will further wonder why you bothered. So, you know who I think would do good with background checks? Who the people that run kids camp? Yeah, because I don't think so. Oh. Kids camp is like a big it's it's controlled chaos. Oh, absolutely. But what it's, I what the reason why I would say that the people that run kids camp is people that runs kids camp don't hang out with the kids at kids camp. You got a you got a, a very good point there. Yeah, it's the, the most it's sane the counselors. People, they're riding on golf carts. Yep. Absolutely. And you hate they them. You can get away fast. So, your That's goal a good point. Your goal is uh to become one of those guys on the golf cart. I, I think you're. I got a new goal. Yep. I got a brand. Oh, well, you, you got do, stories about riding the golf cart, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you have to become something. You have to become the boss of all the teenage helpers. You have to become the boss of outside mm-hmm. games or something like that, and then you get a golf cart. It's great. I tell you what, in my district, somebody's probably going to have to pass away before that happens. Or for be me. a camp speaker, man. I've done that. I actually spoke at the powwow. I told you that a yep. couple weeks yep. ago. But don't uh, don't kill anyone for the spot, though. I mean, no, I, I kind of heard what you said good. earlier, and I just seriously want to tell you not to. You're going to be getting the background. Has your co-host been arrested? <laughs> Find out with a no-cost background check. Yes. It's absolutely free. <laughs> There's no, no hang-ups at all. So, yeah, controlled chaos, man. That is children's ministry in a nutshell, dude. I guess it is. And and I realized for the first time when I was down there, and it's not really a weekly update, but I did write it down. Um, I never knew how wonderful and appreciated silence is until that that brief moment in the middle of camp when I had to leave all the kids in the cabin to go poop. I, yeah, yeah. I I had fourteen boys that I was responsible. It was just me. I made a big, huge mistake. I didn't bring any other guy help uh. to help me. I thought for sure there was going to be somebody in the cabin to, you know, to, to back me up. And uh, we got, first of all, we got stuck in the old cabins because this camp was full to the gills, if that even is a word or a statement. We were totally full. And I had 14 boys that I was responsible to get from A to B and uh, everything and all that that's stuff. That's way too many. You're supposed to have six. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I, I left them alone for just a brief moment. There actually was somebody in the cabin. He was a grown adult. He's an old man, but <laughs> they, I was afraid they were going to tie him up. But anyways, they, I left and I was like, wow, I could – my ears were ringing first of all because of all the noise. But mm. I heard that silence for a second there and I was like, this is really, really nice. I'm going to have to mention this on the show. <laughs> Because it was so nice, and now I'm thinking, why did I even say that? It's kind of dumb. No, no. It, it, <laughs> my first camp experience as, as a pastor was at this little tiny northern Missouri camp, 
And there was probably 40 kids total in the entire thing. Tiny little camp, you know. But mm. uh, I, but but that meant you were completely with your kids all the time, never had time off or anything like that. Yeah. And the only time I could poop was after I put them all to sleep. <laughs> after lights out, I would go down the hall. That's the way this was. And I would finally have some peace, and I would have to hold it all day. It was very dangerous. Mm. Very dangerous for some of you the things that we were doing. But uh, they, they had these teenagers that were on security detail. And they, if you ever give teenagers power, they just become absolutely, they just become LBBs. They're living, breathing yes. buttheads. And so these guys had flashlights and that gave them power. And they'd walk around like, sir, you need to be in light, lights out, you know. Oh, sir. I'm 14. Go back to your room, please. I'm 16 and you need to go back to your seat. I'm, or, sir, you need to come here. You need to come here right now. And I'm like, I need I'm, to see your face. I'm pooping, dude. Um, you know, but there's some kids in your room and like, it can wait. Okay. And he goes and gets the boss of the entire camp. Are you serious? I, I kid you not because I yelled at him. He goes and gets the boss of the camp and I, gotta I take a dump, man. And I'm finally done. And I come out there and he's like, dude, I am so sorry. He's like, man, he, he's from Alabama. He's like, man, I'm so sorry. So these kids are idiots. They're I got, I got them. <laughs> It's the only help I got, and they're absolutely idiots. They're, the guy that's over them is an idiot, and uh, you know. <laughs> what was and, the name of that guy? Because he his, sounded a his lot name like our camp speaker. Was Gray Norton, and he oh. is one of the best men you've ever met, and and most outspoken people ever. And he's just like, like you're, you're he's an idiot. idiots. <laughs> just they're idiots. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, James. <laughs> I know you had to take a dump. It's like we and need, I'm so sorry. We need, he was the one that introduced me to the concept of the of the blanket party, and I, which sounds which sounds dirty. But for those middle schoolers and and homeschoolers that don't know, uh, you drag somebody out, uh, you you oh, grab them, no. you put a a blanket over them, and then you just beat the crap out of the blanket <laughs> with the person <laughs> inside. And uh, we don't recommend that. At no, nobody's listening. Just for the record, <laughs> or do we? Half of us do, half of us don't. <laughs> if somebody really needs a, a banquet party, oh my gosh, yeah, hazing. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, silence is golden and brown. Silence as is well. gold. <laughs> All right, so um, I I don't know if I've, I I can't tell. I do so many shows nowadays. I can't even tell what what I've done and talked on on what, but. I've got this problem in my room, in my in my office. My brand new desk that I put mm-hmm. together from IKEA Scraps faces the wall, and the door is behind me. And I am horribly, horribly, horribly easily um, stunned. Yeah, not stunned. Startled. <laughs> Startled. Yeah. And uh, and I this is, a, this is a secret that I have kept for years. I mean, at different places that I've worked at, but. Um, and, and now I'm telling thousands and thousands of people, but <laughs> we're going to come to your house and yeah, stare in the window. You're, you're going to send me an email and it's going to say boo and I'm going to pass out. So, <laughs> but anyway, my kids and my wife and everybody comes in and, and they scare the living crap out of me. Seriously, to the point that I'm like, I'm, I'm like, you just took a year off the end of my life. I feel my heart. <laughs> Is going to just stop one day. I mean, it started getting really serious. I'm like, guys, you got to you got to scrub your feet on the floor or whatever. So I set up a webcam facing the door, and I'm like, okay. this is genius. And I'm going to put a little window up on one of the monitors, and and I'll see the movement behind me, and and they will 
they will not startle me anymore. And that was put to the test immediately. Jenna comes walking in. I'm working. I'm I'm, I'm focused. She's coming in and blah, 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 blah. And several things happened at once. First of all, I jumped out of my skin. Secondly, <laughs> realized that she started talking before she even came into view. I mean, before she even came in the door. So, mm-hmm. so that this, this webcam thing was absolutely useless right out of the bag because she, she doesn't talk after she enters. She talks Dang before. On. And secondly, there was that millisecond delay in the video feed and so she freaked me out and started talking all before I even saw her on the dumb oh, video. Man. So that the free option didn't work. I got online and I started looking. <laughs> Keith Helsley's going to love this. Uh, he's one of our <laughs> blind listeners. I, I started looking for blind doorbells um, because blind I knew I, I wanted to get a wireless doorbell. But I knew if, if you push a button and it started playing some chime, that was going to make me freak out just as bad as my daughter coming in the door. Some dumb. Um, <laughs> so I, I started looking for ones that would blink a light or something like that because that's not going to freak me out. And I found one. It was like 20 bucks. And I'm proud to say that as of today, I, in my office, in my room, <laughs> it's so stupid, no. ridiculous, but I have a wireless doorbell system now. <laughs> so it's like, is it like a, like a, a, a light is, sensor, or a laser eye, or something? No, they it's break just the plane. It, no, no, no. They have to push a button at the door. Push a button. Yeah, <laughs> and That's... the little light flashes in front of me, so that I can turn around and see them. It is dumb. It is ridiculous. <laughs> they are not seven feet away from me, but it will save my life. I will see my grandchildren because you... of this thing. Might add years to your life. It might. With Every t- this doorbell. You should market this. You should get a Kickstarter. Call it something to you know change the name or whatever. Yeah, and, and then and then just buy a bunch on dollars. Amazon and sell them for double what I paid if for. If I could just fund my doorbell to save your life, yeah, or I'll do the or you could just go yeah. buy it. You know what I've learned though is I bought a I bought a really cheap <laughs> knockoff thing. It's not an actual you know, but it does have a light. But if you put the word deaf or hard of hearing on a product, it goes to minimum of 40 to $80. And Good so, grief. yeah, I started looking for blinking led remote control. You know, I was using the weirdest keywords ever, but, uh, so yeah, I've got it sitting right here and, uh, it'll do a little flashy thingy and it saves my, it's going to save my life. So every podcast say. that we do from now on is brought to you in part by this cheap piece of crap from Hong Kong. So, <laughs> <laughs> And it'll save your life. That's right. It's run by three C batteries that I just got tonight at Target. So there we go. And and the controller, I assume, runs off of double A. No, uh, you'd think it's it's a little squatty one. It lasts a year and a half or something. So. Oh, it's one of those little button. No, it's 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 a small. It looks like a double A cut in half. It's, oh. I don't even know what. I've never even seen that kind before. But it's apparently a remote control battery or something for these doorbells. So specific. Can wow. I, did I have I ever told you my camps my last camp story like the last camp I was ever at have I ever talked about the camp that everyone threw up at I don't remember uh, all right so maybe not maybe not okay here's the deal I'll, I'll, if just in case just in case not okay um, we got new listeners they're gonna want to know the this puking story that's true that's true. Uh, Vomit's always funny, anyway. Maybe I talked about this with a with another guy, but uh, 
anyway, the, the deal is that my very last children's pastor gig at a kid's camp. So the last year I took my kids uh, right before I quit. Um, is this the one that you actually traveled out of state? No, 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 no. Okay. This is our, this was after, a, this uh, actually Florida. the week after that I'd done two weeks of travel in Missouri where I'd been the camp speaker uh, with a team yeah. of people for two weeks and my daughter. And then I came back and left the very next Monday to do this camp. And I was in the wow. midst of the war. I mean, just the, the onslaught of depression and anxiety. And it was just coming on me like crazy. It was the worst time in my life. And, and to <laughs> add to all of that, um, not only sleeping, you know, in this horrible cot, you know, thing or whatever. Yeah, uh, you, know, you can't sleep at camp. These, these one-inch mattresses and they, you roll over and, and the, the, the sheets, you know, come off the mattress and your, le- your arm is stuck to the plastic. It's just all that crap. Not only that, this one, somehow <laughs> or another, some bugs started going around and every single day – Three times a day, I got to see a kid throw up just <laughs> suddenly and without warning. It would attack a child in the middle of service, in the middle of lunch, and it would just be all over the place. And, you know, all the kids would want to watch. And and I... Hey, look at that. You know, I am not alone in this. I am one of those... I'm a sympathetic puker, obviously. And I've, I've yes. proven on this show how quickly I can... Ugh. So I would... <laughs> Just the thought of it. Yeah, we had to put up chairs one night, and this kid just puked. But the job still needed to be done, and I would hold my breath when I put a chair up against the wall. I'd take a deep breath, and I'd walk to the middle of the room near the puke, and I would just be burning. my You know, my lungs are burning. I'm trying to grab as many chairs as I can and run back. You know, I'm finally taking a breath. So I was was very blessed, though, in that um, this so far had not – happened to any of my kids uh well except for one it was one of my female counselors came and says last night you know Susie woke up and she was just sick you know like three times and and but she's fine now and she's fine we called her mom and everything's gonna be fine i'm like oh praise the lord i don't have to deal with that that's great yes so i'm 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 laying in bed and i can't fall asleep it's like one in the morning and uh no it was midnight it was actually midnight it was it was an hour after lights out i'm still laying there and i'm almost out and i started i hear so i heard a barf and then i heard a splatter i'm like great and i and i wait for the third sound that's supposed to happen which is somebody crying yeah but i don't hear anything so i get up and i and i I get my phone light you know i turn on my flashlight on my iphone (laughs) and i'm kind of looking around and i'm i'm holding up the light to see the head that would be up off the pillow you know sitting up in his bed you know nobody there's nothing. What? I'm looking up and down and up and down, but I smell it. Oh, the smell hits me before anything else. I go up there and I see puke all down the side of, of one uh, next to one of the bunk beds, all down the side of, of one of the uh, lockers and inside of this, uh, this sack, this luggage that was sitting open was just tons and oh. tons of puke. And I followed it up and, and, and there was even a trail on the oh. on the mattress up the pillow to his mouth. This kid had vomited no. horribly in his sleep. In his sleep? In his sleep. How many times in your childhood, John, did you have that. the flu and you woke up and you had to do this 45 minutes of waiting over the toilet just like, oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, I don't want to. But I'm going to. I'll oh, never eat again. Please, I Jesus. So, you know, and then you do and Whatever you feel. I'm guilty of. I'm sorry. Yeah. This guy did none of that. 
He threw up in his sleep. <laughs> he threw up in his sleep. And I, I woke him up. I'm like, dude, wake up. He's like, he rolls over in it. I kid you oh. not. <laughs> he, goes back, he goes back to sleep. I'm like, wake <laughs> up, man. Wake up. And the kid down below him has a little bit next to him on the mattress. And, no. it's, and it's his luggage. But I let oh. that kid sleep. That kid... Now he's probably vomit. sixteen now. No, he's not sixteen. He's probably he's probably in middle school. He's up in middle school now. He still doesn't know how close he came, you know, to being just barfed all over in his sleep. Puked this guy him. fell, you know, puked in his sleep, and I had to wake him up. And he puked twice. He puked twice, and um, and and so I made him get up and clean a lot of this because I'm like, I I can't. I'm depressed <laughs> with the smell of. I don't want to be here. I'm gonna. I, I'm holding a phone in one hand because it was dark. I mean, there's 35 kids in this room. If I can't, if I turn on the light, you know, it's yeah. gonna be chaos. I don't want to embarrass him. It's dark. It's pukey. So I drag everything that's got puke on it, mattress and everything, one at a time, out to the out to the mm-hmm. thing, and I make him in his in, with no shoes on, just his pants and his shirt. We walk all the way down and get a mop, and all the way back, and and we no. mopped up the floor, and I got some trash bags. And I put shoes and clothes and luggage and everything in trash bags and tied them off. I didn't clean nothing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to get this thing fixed. I'm going to get this kid back in his dang bed. And then we're going to go on with our life. And oh. um, and what's so funny is uh, when we got home, uh, all the luggage, there's always something left. Always something oh, yeah. left. I got some good clothes for my son this year. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't kidding. And what was left was uh, one of those trash bags uh, oh, with no. shoes in it. And they called, they called back and they're like, um, yeah, we need those. We just need those shoes. Those are his school shoes for school. And I'm like, he's homeschooled, you know? So <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Cause he was, and she says, yeah, we just, we need that back. And I'm like, they're, they're been puked on and they've, and they've been in the bag for a week now. You, you want, oh. yeah, yeah, we need them. And they weren't, you know, hard up for money. They were, you know, pretty affluent family, but. We just like those shoes a just, lot. They were just really, really nice. They went well with um, the shirt he puked on. So um, it was good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that is that is the last <laughs> and worst camp story that I had. That is so. The next year, you know, even though leaving my position was absolutely heartbreaking and leaving the church and you know not being a pastor anymore and blah 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 blah, all that stuff was absolutely horrible. Uh, but when it came time for camp and all my friends and my coworker or f- former, you know, peers and all this were posting their pictures and all this, I'm like, praise the Lord for depression. <laughs> <laughs> there is a silver lining for just about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is hilarious, dude. I can't believe he slept through his vomit. I cannot. I, I don't think there's another kid in the world that can claim that. That, you, that is amazing. You puked and you sleep puked. You puked in your sleep. Sleep puke. I mean, we got to look. We got to either create a term for that or something. I have was- been guilty of peeing in my sleep. You know where you think you're peeing, <laughs> and you wake up and you've done a little diddle in your in your pants. There, I've I've done that. And I've had to crimp it off as a grown up. I'll say it. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap! I'm not, I'm not peeing on a fire, you know, or whatever I thought hey, I was doing. Not I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saving tiny people, you know, <laughs> from burning to death. Uh, I'm peeing in my pants, you know, and I've done that, but I've oh, never, man. ever, 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 ever uh, puked in my sleep. Never even come mm. close. No, or or the other thing, which were, you poop know. in your sleep. Yeah, I've never yeah. pooped in yeah. my sleep. Never. 
Never even that, had a dream about pooping. Now that I think about it. <laughs> I have. Tonight is the night. Man, I have. I, I've I've been woken up before by my wife. She said, "You just keep farting so much." <laughs> I'm like, "She's like, you're not snoring. You're farting." Oh my god! Like that's awesome. I, I even do that in my sleep. I don't. Which doubt I gotta that. say, at camp, like none of those kids farted. Oh man, I farted more than they did, and I thought that. I mean, I they didn't even laugh at it. Uh, I was like, "There's something wrong with these kids." I these I days. never could sleep, and I would just sit there and listen to them and. <laughs> yeah. They'd just be tooting them off. To, but yeah, no. Farting, uh, talking, oh, mom, no, no, you know, just little things yeah. like that. And, and you think, oh, God, I'm going to have to get up with some kid or or, or fall out of a bed trying to yes. go to the bathroom. <laughs> yes. Hear them hit the wall when they're trying to find the door. I just, you know, you could put all this stuff in your head while you're oh, while you're walking man. through it. That but, is so funny, man. Oh. If you've never been a counselor at kids camp, you need to do it at least once in your life. That's right. Because it's awesome. It is not awesome. Uh the the effects are. I you know, just to balance things out, I'll say that that it when a when a kid goes to kids or a teen camp in when they're in, in uh in high school or they go to a missions trip, they come back, you know, the teenagers are really really on fire as they say. But yeah. it always seems to fade off, you know. Oh, I'm going to be a missionary, and then three weeks later, it's like uh, the drinking. I'm going to a party. Yeah. <laughs> and but when a kid goes to kids camp and they have an experience with God, uh, I I will tell you they it, they stay changed forever. I mean, it never yeah. leaves them. Even if they struggle as a high schooler, they can't. They seemingly can't fall any further than that experience. They're like, I know that I had a moment. Then, yeah. you know, I don't know about much, but I know that, you know, so it's good. It's worth it. It is good. It totally is. Uh, let me, let me tell you a few things about next week. Uh, next okay. week there will be no show as far as I know, because right. I'm going to be, uh, doing some business. I'm going to be traveling and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, so there will be no show. <sighs> I will, I will miss everyone. Um, there, there, is a trip planned though for me and John. I'm going to be f- driving up to Atlanta for the Labor Day weekend because we're going yes. to Dragon Con. Dragon yes. Con. Thanks, Dragon Con. Thanks in large part to our Patreon supporters. Um, we were able to afford Thank the tickets you. to go and we're going to be, I'm going to be heading up there. And if you're in the Atlanta area or anywhere nearby um, that, that weekend, Labor Day weekend, we would love to connect with you and maybe go to lunch or dinner or something. And, um, so it'd be awesome. And if you happen to be there and you're part of the Dragon Con festivities, I'm going to be doing a podcasting panel. I'll be part of that on awesome. uh, Saturday night at 530. More information, you know, obviously when you're there. Um, and then just want to encourage you to join us live Tuesday nights at 930 Eastern at live. We, we now have live video. We, we actually did it last Tuesday. And um, due to some technical difficulties, we had to re-record tonight. Mm-hmm. But um, so there's no chat room tonight. Yeah. Sorry, so, chat room. Sorry, people. chat room. We mention you. No mentioning <laughs> no. you. So, um, so anyway, uh, before we get into our listener stories, I want to hear real quick about um, your second week because that was oh. all about your first week. I can't wait yeah. to hear about week two. What did you do? Oh man. Okay. So week two, and honestly, I had no idea what I was getting into, but week two was. Um, FCF, the Frontiersman Camping Fellowship. Okay, so this is a grown-up thing. This is, yeah, grown-up. I mean, you guys get together 
you you um you you cr- recreate kind of a f- uh, early America frontier persona, persona yeah thing and everybody it's, we've talked about it you, everybody has yeah. a a job that they do and there's there's even some clothing and stuff tell tell us yes about it. there is certainly all of that it's a it's a it's it's authentic early American frontiersman type camping wilderness expedition. And I get there on the first day and, you know, we're setting up camp and it's blistering hot, it's ridiculously crazy warm. And, um, you know, we're getting through our stuff and then we go have lunch and blah, blah, blah. And then evening service comes up and I'm like, okay, we're going to have a, a service. I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. You got to have Jesus, man. That's right. So we get there and, and, you know, we have a speaker, we sing, all that stuff. I'm like, well, this is a lot like camp. <laughs> and then the next day we wake up and we have another service. In the morning, just like kids In the camp. morning. <laughs> and I'm like, this is camp for adults. Yes. And then, you know, like there's like less, a little less structure during the day, but they've got, you know, things going on, competitions, people throwing knives and tomahawks. Wow. and shooting were there four teams based on the there was not eastman and lard creations it was not but it was i gotta admit i enjoyed every single bit of it i enjoyed every single bit of that photo that was posted with you in it that's why i gotta say i'm a little bit embarrassed (laughs) okay so everybody listen you need to go to facebook and you need to go to the nobody's listening group and you need to look for the photo of John and his frontiersman mm. buddies um, yes. in front of a little <laughs> frontier sign. All of them are decked out in uh, in mm. frontier regalia uh, and, and sneakers um, in some cases. Okay, that's my fault. Those were my chuckasins. <laughs> John is wearing— They were made by the Converse tribe. <laughs> John's wearing something that looks like leather pants, a, a, a loosely flowing uh, pirate shirt or something. I don't know. <laughs> And he's belt. and he's wearing what looks like a pirate hat as well. It and is a pretty awesome hat. It was it was an amazing hat. And when I posted it online, I said, "Okay, you know, ten bucks to whoever can find John." And everybody's like, "Oh, it's the guy! It's the pirate! It's the pirate it's guy!" Like pirate. <laughs> and they were impressed by your hat. And as much as I made fun of you, and as much as I enabled others to do the same on Facebook, <laughs> I did give you some props and say that you were the only one absolutely the only one in the photo that looked like you could actually have been from that time period. Wow. Cause everybody you. else fit in another category. They just look like fat old guy. Oh, white guys, you know, <laughs> they're, they're the kind of guys that play Santa Claus. They have a, a train that they put out on Christmas or something <laughs> no. that the kids come and see, you know, that kind of old guy friendly and, and happy, but fat as a pig and 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 did not look like they came like they could run away from a bear or something you know like if oh something from the frontier came they would get eaten or killed mm. you look cool there was another guy who was, he had some he he was of medium skin tone there was no black folks in this photo because they got better sense, apparently. No, but there was plenty there. Not just, in that photo. That was my district right there. That was those are all dudes from Georgia. Okay, well that explains that. Anyway, what I say? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But there was oh, one man. guy, and and uh, he 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 looked Hispanic or possibly uh, Indian. He's Indian. Okay, Indian. Yeah. Uh, not Native American India. Indian, but actual no. Indian. And I was thinking, yeah, he he doesn't 
he doesn't really there's no you know out of all of the history of the wild west and and the frontier and all that uh somehow or another the indian culture hasn't been at all represented in any form that i have that i know of <laughs> you know there's indians there are you know the asian thing has been uh brought up and referenced you know and all that kind of stuff but uh but not uh not Indians, but anyway, he was there and I'm glad he was there. I'm just saying he was another guy that didn't fit in the frontiersman uh, deal, but you did. You looked rugged. You look like you could kill you. somebody. I, well, maybe I could cause I got a pretty awesome throwing knife. I got now. a question. One of the things I put on online when I was making fun of you was, and <laughs> it was this, it was quote, and you know, he's got a, a frontiersman name. You know yes. they they pick out names, and so yes. I have to ask you: do Do you indeed have a a frontiersman name? I I do, but before I reveal <laughs> this name, I have to I have to give you a little bit of background. Okay, so you, because when you are brought into FCF, it's farting bull, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, yes. if you're trying to warm it up this much, it's it's something with fart in it. Yeah. No, it's. That would be awesome, but it's even better than that. All right. The SP stands for super pooper. That's that's your super power. No, super plain. I when you're brought into FCF, you come in at a level called Frontiersman, and they actually give you a name based on kind of your. You have a sponsor that brings you in, and so when you're Frontiersman, they give you a name, Mm, and so the. Yeah, yes, they call me number 12. You will lose your old name and forever be known as Stinky Jedediah. Yeah. Um, no, but you see, you got three levels here. You get the Frontiersman, they give you a name. When in, in, they give you a name that's kind of lame so that they encourage you to go to the next level. Which is- <laughs> really? Seriously? Yes. Yeah, I think they do. It's not officially written down, but I think this is, this is it. So they give you a name so you go to the next level, which is Buckskin. And buckskin. That's a name actually, of a level. Well, buckskin clothing is a, oh. one of the things that frontiersmen wore. That you know, a buck like a you know a deer. Yeah, like I was thinking deer. butt naked for some no. buck, buck naked, <laughs> buck naked skin. It's crazy. Yeah, buckskin. I, I have. I. That's why I can't be a buck pastor anymore. Skin stuff like mm. that. No, so. You should. So what? But what? My, what level do, is it when you get the the white? Uh, hats and the and the the robes, the the cone hats and the and the robes nah. and stuff. <laughs> and, <laughs> we're not Ku Klux Klan frontiermen. Uh, I thought you were from Georgia. I sorry, <laughs> got confused. No, that's Mississippi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Make fun of them. They're far enough away. <laughs> no, you probably have like a thousand listeners in Mississippi, and they're all gonna. We're not Ku Klux Klan people. Anyways, no. So the second level, the buckskin, and then there's wilderness, which is the Indian kid. He went through wilderness. It's a it's a big, huge ordeal to get that. But anyways, the name that they gave me when they when I came in as a frontiersman, mm-hmm. and it's a play off of some of my habits, which unfortunately is not flatulence, but it is uh, my ability to imitate people, okay, or whatnot. So they call me Mockingbird. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> mockingbird. Mockingbird, just mockingbird. Do yeah. they do they slap you on the butt when they go? No, that? that's weird. <laughs> that's what his kind of name is. How you doing, mockingbird? 
<laughs> oh man, come on! It's kind of a cool name. No, sort of. um, we we can try to make it cool. Uh, yeah, you can go by Johnny Mockingbird. I'm Johnny Mockingbird. Johnny Mockingbird. Johnny Mockingbird. I, I'm a I'm a spy. I'm a freaking spy from from the from the old west. Johnny the Mockingbird. Name is Bird. Mocking. Bird. Yes. <laughs> I like yeah. my I love my, I like my butt chicken, not stirred. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am buckskin. I am not there yet. Oh my gosh! I shall be. So, so you, that's your name at the first that's, level. That's my well, yeah. And some people will actually keep their name, and some people will change it. Will you change um, your name? I don't know. When do you get to pick your own change name, or do they yes. name you again? Okay, good. No, you get to pick your own name. All right, let me ask you real quick. Level. If I had a gun to your head and said, "Okay, you got to change your name. You got to pick one right now," what would you change it to? Awesome, dude. Frontiers name. Okay. Go. I three, two. Uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead, mockingbird. <laughs> no, I said it. I said it. What? I said farting bull. Farting bull. <laughs> Dude, there's some serious mm. names out there. Some of those people are taking it way too seriously. Like what? I mean, there's like, there's this dude dressed in the same colonial, really awesome, you know, attire. Mm-hmm. But he, same thing every day. He wore a <laughs> wig. Oh, boy. He wore a wig with his persona, which I think is fine and stuff, but it, wow. This dude, is this is Christian cosplay, John. You realize that's what you're in. Still awesome though. I mean, I. I well, yeah. If there's knives and tomahawks, that's pretty cool. Because in cosplay, everything's foam rubber. But you know, if you get the real thing, yeah, dudes walking around with for real, legitimate black powder rifles could shoot you. Except they are not allowed to. You'd have to run away. I mean, you could run away before they could reload. Well, anyway, I promised some people we'd listen or read their stuff. And, we should uh, do that. So let's do that. I'm sorry that. I took so long. No, no. I've been talking as much as you have. Uh, this is from Audra, a.k.a. Marvel Geek. That's how we know her. Oh, man. These people, see, they grow, they're growing up on us, John, and they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're realizing that their names and stuff are the thing. So it's really cool. Last I year, know. I went on a missions trip to Italy to feed homeless people in junk. <laughs> <laughs> I love our listeners. They're spiritual... Yes. And irreverent. It's awesome. They're homeless people in junk. <laughs> just some That's crap awesome. in Italy that I did and just, you know, save people. Uh, the last two days we were there, we traveled up to Rome. Where we went to the Vatican. We went to Vatican City. For those who have never been to Vatican City, it is a great cathedral-like place and has a constant line that you have to wait in that goes back about a half a mile. I believe it. Like Disney World? Is there a ride at the end of that line? And one ride at Disney World? Yeah. As me and a part of my team were in line, we had to go through a security check. We had to go through one of those giant human metal detectors. It was made of humans. I know what she meant. <laughs> I was the last one in my group to go through. And as I walked through, it started beeping, so I walked back out. The freaking roaming guard with big feather helmets had me had to pat me down. <laughs> and wanted me to go through again. Beep. At this point, my whole team was on the other side of the security thing, laughing hysterically at me. Behind me in line was a group of about 20 nuns that were getting pretty nasty looking. After beeping through the metal detector for the second time, I got searched by one of the handheld buzzy things, which did not beep. (laughs) Maybe it was the machine. Maybe it was some piece of jewelry I'd forgotten to take out of my pocket. Or maybe I was smuggling in guns for the nuns. The world <laughs> may never know. Thanks. Yes. 
Audra, a.k.a. Marvel Geek. Excellent. Thank you, Audra. That's right. Great story. Guns and for, junk. Guns for God. <laughs> so, so guns for the nuns. Just snuggling. I was snuggling. Snuggling in <laughs> guns and junk. You're a cute little gun, aren't you? <laughs> I love you. You're a little buckskin gun, aren't you? You're a little, little front loader. Uh, this story happened when I was in fourth grade. I used to live in a trailer park, and my trailer backed up to the creek. So my friend, uh, my brother Isaiah, and I were sitting in my postage stamp-sized yard looking toward the tree line. Yep. My uh, friend was the same grade as I, and my brother was in first grade. We decided that going into the creek, we would find treasure. And that this was the best idea ever. So we walked down the extremely steep bank. Now the creek had turned into a bottomless mud pit. So Lucy and Isaiah got covered in mud. Lucy actually threatened to stop being my friend if I also didn't get covered in mud. (laughs) Yeah, you have to do that because you can't be the only one that gets in trouble. It's like if I get in trouble, everybody's in trouble. And, you know, the more people that do this, the less likely the parents will single one of us out for electrocution or punishment or any kind. So yeah, it makes sense. Uh, Lucy actually threatened to stop being my friend. If I didn't get in the mud, I hate conflict. So I did as I was mm-hmm. told in fourth grade, she already hated conflict. We Man, came back looking like the wild things from where the wild things are mixed with the creature from the swamp thing from where the swamp things are. <laughs> no, she didn't say that. My mo- <laughs> only multiply that uh, with three kids, two golf balls, a baseball, a fish, tank plant and a dinosaur burger king toy apparently these were the treasures they found in the mud man to say the least lucy isaiah and i all got grounded lucy and i <laughs> are still friends to this day love your show des the puppy dragon so there we go <laughs> thanks des thanks des and you know the, she referenced lucy there yep yeah i tried and- to i tried to read it out without it but it, it got slipped in there anyway <laughs> It's hard to do. And there's this awesome movie coming out. I was about to say, yeah, there's a movie called Lucy. (laughs) And it looks awesome. It's going to ruin it for me. Thanks. Uh, Show meme. Just saw it tonight. Uh, Or I didn't see the movie. I saw the the thing on IMDb. Uh, This is middle school drama. So I have to, oh, dang it. Where's my middle school drama button? There it is. When (laughs) When I was seven, me and my friends... Let's call him Ben. Yeah, let's. Why not? Just let's just do that. I always love it when let's they call, say, okay, "Let's ben. call him Ben." Why don't we hey, just ben. say, "Me and my friend Ben." Okay. Let's. You know, even if it's not his real name, from now on, everybody, you can just say Ben. Let's well, call. This is middle school drama, though. Uh, that's true. I'm not even reading it right. When I was seven, uh, seven one time, me and my friend, let's call him Ben. Uh, yeah, Ben. <laughs> hey Ben, do you mind if we call you Ben? Hey oh. Joey, can we call you Ben? I go okay. Okay. He said it's okay to call him by his real name. Okay. So he decided to go out to our local playground and ride bikes, cause that's where you ride bikes at a playground. Yay! <laughs> we start out tennis court. We ride in on the path by the river, and the nice, just calm, like a stroll, and then we had an idea. It w- wouldn't it be fun to go on a sidewalk that had a slant to it? That would be fun. <laughs> so I scouted for sidewalks and I found one with a slant. And the sidewalk had uh, ran into some mulch and went down a ramp on the sidewalk, or at least I thought. See, no, this makes sense to me. I went down the path, pumping my legs as hard as I could. Look out, <laughs> cried Ben, not hearing. I peed. I oh, sorry, peeled. <laughs> I peeled harder. Pedaled. That's what he means to say. I peeled harder 
the sidewalk became shorter. That's what happens when you ride harder. Your the sidewalk actually gets shorter. Actually, yep. it means you're getting closer to the end of the sidewalk. But in middle school talk, it's physics are a little weird. Uh, it became shorter, and past the mulch, I saw no ramp. I, I didn't confirm the ramp in advance. I just went ahead and did this by faith and just started Yay. pedaling. I was just looking for a slanted sidewalk. Peeling. Slanted sidewalks are everywhere, especially near a river. Anyway, I suddenly stopped at the edge of the playground, suddenly, and I flew over the top of the handlebars. This happens in every story about bikes over that we get. Over the top of the handlebars. Over the top of the handlebars. And I hit my chin on the sidewalk. There are some things that make me believe this one, though. My chin started to feel warm, and I felt to see if everything is okay, because sometimes my chin feels warm and everything is okay. <laughs> but this time, it was not okay. Blood was gushing out of my chin, and, <laughs> and, and there was not a lot of skin. Oh, Ben's mother, <laughs> who just happened to be a sports medicine doctor, double space between medicine and doctor, so that's why I paused. <laughs> uh, she, who just happened to be a sports medicine doctor, rushed to her car, because all of a sudden there's a mom there, to get yeah. her first aid kit. Watching. Yeah, just there. Uh, they set me down on the bench until... Still oozing, oozing. It's capital O-U-S-E-I-N-G. Oozing. Oozing. I was oozing with blood. Ben's mother, lowercase p, put doctor's (laughs) glue on my chin. That's why I believe it right there. Doctor's glue. Doctor's glue. Yeah. It makes it true. Crying. It's got doctor's glue. Crying the wild time. Not whole time, wild time. Crying the wild time, my parents tried to calm me down. When W E N that whole situation was over, <laughs> we capital W for no reason whatsoever uh, all went home and put away our bikes. No period. Love the show, Ruben. P.S. Tells me if this gets on the show, Ruben. <laughs> hey Ruben, <laughs> listen up, John. Be quiet for a minute. Hey Ruben, I just want to make sure you can hear me. Yeah. We we're reading your stuff on the show, man. Okay. There we go. I hope you hear that. I'm going to say it louder just in case he's on a slanted sidewalk. Hey, Ruben! We're on the show! We're doing it on the show! We're- Congratulations! In case your mom is around! All right, so that was our Sports middle school drama. Uh, <laughs> Hannah. Hannah sent this in, and it's awesome. Hi, this is Hannah, a.k.a. First-time mommy. This oh. is for nobody's listening, and I'm calling to tell a story about the bathroom. Um, I was in the restroom one day in a public restroom, and I noticed that the floor was very shiny. And as I was staring at the shiny floor, I realized I could see the reflection <laughs> of the person in the stall next to me. <laughs> so I quickly averted my eyes and decided that looking at shiny floors while in the bathroom was not a wise idea, and installing <laughs> shiny floors in a bathroom was yes. a terrible idea. <laughs> Hope you liked it. Hi, James. Hi, John. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> that was awesome i've actually I done that before i've know. i've been in that situation <laughs> i never locked eyes with anybody though thank god hey i can see your reflection <laughs> yeah it's just one of those things you figure out and you're just like okay and no, <laughs> no one will ever there. know <laughs> except i'm gonna call that show i'm gonna tell i'm gonna tell them <laughs> i'll just tell i'm never gonna tell anybody but i'm gonna tell thousands of people online so we'll do that uh, yeah, like nobody, sort of. It's good stuff. Ginger uh, wrote this. When my son was about two and a half, we started potty training. 
I figured it was enough, it was time for me and him to start learning how to pine. <laughs> we, we we started. I'm just playing. Uh, boys are more difficult to train than girls, as most of you know. Most of you parents, yeah. most middle schoolers don't know that. Um, mm. The ones that are wearing diapers still. Uh, <laughs> it was summertime, and he was pushing the age of three. So you're not three yet. Yeah, I am, Mom. I am. I'm pushing it. Pushing it. We decided since he loved the outdoors and we lived in the country that we would just have him pick a tree and go pee. It was a great way oh, to teach him. So a great way. He loved this and it worked very well. He even invited his grandmother to try his method one day <laughs> when she was over for a visit. The kind of jokes you can only pull off when you're pushing three. Because if I did that to my grandma, they would arrest me because she's dead. <laughs> oh, geez. and I would have had to dig her up. Mm, that would be put weird. her back together. Saying, "Pick a tree, Grandma. Pick a tree." She laughed and she picked a tree. No, she went into the house. <laughs> <laughs> Well, autumn came, and my mom and uh, decided to go to the local autumn leaf festival, and we took my then three-year-old son with us. He was now pushing four. We had a nice time shopping and decided after about two hours we were ready to go home. Since uh, parking was limited, we took a shuttle bus from the local mall over town. We were standing in line waiting at the shuttle bus when my mom and uh, and wait when my mom and I noticed everyone staring at us. At first, I thought. They were admiring my cute little toe-headed boy. Uh, <laughs> then my mother screeched. He's going to pee, Ginger! He's going to pee! <laughs> and I looked down at my son, who had dropped his pants, <laughs> and pulled up and found a weed on the sidewalk, and he was about to pee on it. <laughs> when you got to go, and there's no tree around, at least he found something. Find a weed. Find a weed. Got pee on something. Pee on that weed. I quickly snatched him <laughs> up and ran around a building so he could relieve himself <laughs> in public, but in private. That was an embarrassing ride to the mall. We will never forget Ginger. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. I got to say, that's happened before. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. We were at, um, oh man. I remember where it was. We were kind of an outside situation, and it wasn't a tree or a weed, but there's a little bush next to the sidewalk. And I look over, and my butt, my little boy's naked butt's <laughs> exposed, and he's peeing on the bush. Awesome. People walking by just kind of, oh, my, who would let their child do that? Now, my kid didn't even want to pee <laughs> in in the in the bathroom, you know, like with, he, he wants to be in the stall to this day. Yeah, uh, close all the doors. Yeah. So nobody, nobody can know that I have normal bodily functions. <laughs> no but, one. But yeah, he's never been tempted to be on a, on a, on a weed, but Ginger, let me, let me know if you're ever in the area because, uh, John is, he doesn't put <laughs> pesticides on his weeds on his lawn. But, <laughs> so he needs the services of your son to come and pee on yeah. the weeds in his that lawn. That will take care of the weeds. Yellow spots everywhere. Mm-hmm. Kill it right out. Get that pH balance. Start a new service. <laughs> <laughs> Pee on a weed. Awesome. Pushing four. Pick a tree, grandma. Pick a get mom, grandma involved. Yeah. <laughs> pick, pick a weed, pick grandma. A weed. Logan Rutherford here. I realized by re-listening while re-listening to the old episodes of NL Cast, like the fanboy I am, that I changed my name a couple times. For the record, here's the rundown. SOG Lone Ranger. I remember that. PK Whoa. Kid. 
and Metamorph 14. I thought they were three different people. And now that I've graduated high school, I realize that being known by other human beings by a username is dumb. So now I am simply Logan Rutherford. So Can I just pause you right there? Yeah. Because Logan Rutherford is a really cool name. It's yeah. way cooler than all the others. I mean, it sounds like, hello, I'm Logan Rutherford, and I'm here to break something. You know? I mean, it's a cool name. So it, it really was cool. Yeah. Congrats. I also realized that James almost always featured my stories in middle school drama, even though I was in high school, but I digress. Mm. And I got to say, he stepped it up for this one. I got a story for you guys, and there's no longer middle school drama. So I will share without fear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a middle school drama. When I, was ar- when I was around three, my mom wanted to teach me how to pee on trees. No. <laughs> <laughs> my family and I would go camping. This wasn't real camping, though, because we stayed in a trailer house. Trailer so It's house. when a trailer and a house love, love each other very much. And nine months later, they have a little trailer house. During one of these trips, we went fishing at a pond and they had this camping ground. And mm. It was wrapped around the pond. They just had this pond and they're just like, let's, let's, let's add a camping ground. It was really hot outside since it was the middle of summer in Texas. So I took my shirt off. Um, I was only three, but my dad, for some unknown reason, probably because we live in Texas, let me use my own fishing pole. I was very excited to impress my dad and my entire family with my fishing skills, and I threw the pole behind me with great force and then launched it forward. The hook snagged on something behind me, so I started yanking on it. Once I yanked on it, I felt a very sharp pain in my own back, and I started crying. I kept on yanking for some unknown reason, and when I realized that every time I yanked on the pole, the pain got worse. In a matter of seconds my three-year-old mind came to the conclusion that as i threw the pole behind me when i yanked it forward the worm on the hook latched itself onto my back and started biting me that's what he thought (laughs) (laughs) the worm is biting me so now i had a huge fear of all bugs worms and pretty much anything uh, because my grandfather had stuck a handful of grasshoppers down my pants just a few days before. <laughs> what? Well, that wasn't your grandpa. That was just a strange man at the campground. <laughs> hey, son. He does that to Grasshoppers? Wasn't grass grasshoppers? <laughs> I started what? screaming, the worm is biting me. The worm is biting me. As loud as I could as I began oh. crying. Since I was so afraid of the worm, the only thing I could do was to think was to keep yanking on the pole so maybe the worm would let go. But that just made it worse. And this whole time I'm screaming, the worm is biting me. The worm is biting me. My parents rush over, call me down, take the worm off me. That's in quotes. Good, good call there. Mm-hmm. Uh, between laughs, my dad told me that the worm was dead and the hook had hooked itself into my back. To this day, every time somebody in our family goes fishing, somebody always reminds them before they leave, don't let the worm bite you. Mm. <laughs> So, I, <laughs> that's a fast one. Yeah, I sped them up. I hope you guys enjoyed this story. Keep up the great work, Logan Rutherford. Logan Rutherford. All right, we got one more of these. So, hey, Cast, this is Jaron. And I just want to share with you another short story uh, from my Do life. It. And it happens um, about the time that I went to take my driving test to get my license. And I was thought I was ready for it, I was so pumped up to do it. And it went, and I was doing perfect. Hadn't got any strikes against my record during the whole time I was driving with this lady. And apparently it was her first time giving the driver's test with me. Until it came to the part of the test where I had to do parallel parking, which Mm. was the one thing that I never really got down in driver's ed 
nor when I tried to practice with my parents beforehand. <laughs> so I thought I would just, you know, just take the strike right there. You have like 10 strikes or whatever. I would just take that one and be done with it. So I tried and I kind of, I failed the first time. So I tried again. So I tried again and I hit the, I hit the um, side of the road, the curb. And instead of hitting the brake, I accidentally hit the gas. Oh! <laughs> and um, I hopped the curb and I ran into a fence. Oh. No! But it wasn't as much of a fence. It was, it was one of those um, poles. It was a, it looked like a was pipe. A- that was sticking out of the ground, but it was supposed to be a fence. I don't know what it was. <laughs> and so I hit the pipe fence-looking thing and went into this lady yard almost all the way up to her front door. <laughs> and finally found the brake and slammed onto it. And my driver, my driving um, instructor was devastated, and she didn't know what to do because this was her first time. Give him an F. And so I looked over at her, and I was like, so I guess this means I fail. And she goes, um, yeah. Aww. So that's what happened there. <laughs> I failed it. We had to, um, the lady went to file charges, and oh. we ended up um, having to pay her money for her fence, which she should have been paying us money for tearing that ugly-looking thing <laughs> out of her yard. Yes. But yes. It was, that's the way it went down. So she got a bunch of money for it, oh. and... The cops came, so mm. that's <laughs> my cops. story. I'm sticking with it, and better. if you're wondering, I had to wait two weeks. I tried to get I gave my license. It's a happy day. So thanks for letting me share, and talk to you later. Congratulations. Bye, Jaron. See you later. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, yeah. pipe removal services, <laughs> man. Pipe should, removal with the back of your should car. should be paying me. I'm ugly. <laughs> A piece of crap fence. Piece of crap. Pole sticking out of ground. I love that. I love that. He's going to take his hits. He didn't make it. I did the same thing, though. My first time, I did great on everything but the driving bit, and it was absolutely the most scariest thing in the planet. But that's the end of the show. Oh. I know. Visit us on the websites, podcast.nlcast.com, where you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. I'm uh, slash NLCast. John is slash Jay Steinklover. Good luck spelling that. Good luck. Find me on Facebook. Join us uh, for a live show on Wednesday night. That's so loud. I'm going to turn it down. Join the NLCast Facebook group for all the fun that we have and talk about constantly on the show. Leave an iTunes review if that's how you found us or however you found us. And support Nobody's Listening. Consider doing that today at patreon.com slash NLCast. Or you can do it an individual show. Or you can do it on a monthly basis. Just go to nobodyslistening.com. Click on subscribe. Or not subscribe. uh, Support. Support now. Check out all of the NLCast Network shows available for download at NLCast.com. And thanks to our patrons. Thanks to Rob Gobers for the theme music you're hearing right now. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record. Our contributors and everyone who listens. And remember, when you tell a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. (laughs) I was trying to time myself to being good. There is no timing yourself in keeping up with me because I have a little secret to tell you. What? I'm a buckskin. <laughs> yeah. It's not fair. Yeah, I'm way ahead of you. Ah. All right, man. Thanks. It's been awesome. See everybody later. Bye. I'm going to let it play out because I love this song. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah.
Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.